0: You're listening to the Murphology Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Murphology Podcast, aka Murph, here to share interviews about biking experiences from cyclists who have pedaled to places all over. Each week we will get to know new people and explore new destinations to ride your bike. As you listen to these adventures, you may wonder, why haven't I done that yet? This week, Leah Fuller joins us to talk about her vision to be part of a group of like-minded women who enjoy being outside on bikes. She discovered the Fearless Women of Dirt, a mountain biking group started by Josie of Decorah Bicycles in Decorah, Iowa. Leah was able to reach out to Josie to become an ambassador and ended up starting a chapter in her own community. Coming up, you'll hear Leah's story of how she brought the Fearless Women of Dirt to life for women of all skill levels. Enjoy! all right well on the podcast today we have leah how are you doing leah i'm good good well we ended up finding here we are in december of 2020 so we still have a pandemic going on and we were lucky enough to find an establishment that has very few people in here so you may hear some background noise i feel fairly safe do you i do yeah i mean we're way far away from everyone Um, Except I was laughing before we pushed record that once we start recording, somebody will want to come sit by us and be loud, but we'll just make them be on the podcast. We'll just ask them about biking and boom, they're on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe then they'll move because they don't want to.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I invited Leah to be on the podcast because um, she got me really involved in mountain biking with other gals in my community. And so I asked if she would pull the trigger and be on the podcast to talk about it. And here you are.
1: Here I am. <laughs> I'm more scared doing this than I have been on
0: any mountain biking trail ever. Okay. Well, <laughs> we won't do any big jumps or anything, but so the organization that she is responsible for here in the the town that we live in, which is the Cedar Rapids Marion community is called Fearless Women of Dirt. And I was super, super impressed I think most people know this, but I really just got into mountain biking in the last couple of years and I do owe you a little bit of high fives in the air cause we can't touch because you gave me a lot of confidence because you would lead groups group rides and I would be like, there's no way, there's no way I could, I can't do that. I can't do that. And you would tell us which way to lean, what to do with your body, how to pedal. We would stop a lot and talk. And so I, I owe you, man. Thanks.
1: You're welcome. (laughs) I think that's awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to talk a lot more about the Fearless Women of Dirt, but let's get started first by telling the listeners a little bit about who you are, where you live, and what cycling is like there.
1: I live here in Marion, Iowa, and it's a suburb of Cedar Rapids, so it's a smaller community, but it's becoming more bike friendly. They recently put the bike lanes in and stuff, um, Mm -hmm. which is great. And there's some smaller bike trails that are in the city. And then it's got a nice county park just outside of it, Mm -hmm. uh, Wanatee Park Mm -hmm. that has some mountain bike trails in it. Um, so you've got urban biking, you've got some more single track trail Mm -hmm. type trails and, um, then you've got anything you want in between, I right.
0: guess. And you mentioned Wanatee Park, and I think that that's a park that you can actually pedal to, right, from home?
1: 99% of
0: the time, yeah,
1: I nice. leave my driveway and it takes me 10 minutes to get into the park by bike, and it takes me about 15 by car. Wow. <laughs> if I have to drive all the way around. So yeah, yeah, I would come home from work, grab something to eat, and hop on the bike and go for a ride for an hour and, and come home. It was It's spectacular, actually, it's pretty spoiled.
0: and that is the same park that you took us in the fearless women of dirt we did several rides there and I laugh at myself just the littlest things like a tiny you know a bridge made you know man made bridge that I would look at and be like there's no way in heck there is no way I'm going to be able to pedal over that bridge I'm gonna have to get off my bike and walk across it and then the second time, I'm like, I'm going for it. And then I would panic and stop. And then the third and fourth time, I'm like, okay, it was easy. I did it. And then the the you know the most recent time I went there, I'm just like, are you serious? Was I really afraid of that little teeny bridge? It just cracks me up. And, I, you know, as I get more comfortable being on a mountain bike, those obstacles become a little bit more aggressive. And, you know, there's... When we're crossing from the trail over a road onto the other trail, I'm sure Mm -hmm. that you know exactly where I'm talking about. They have like logs that you can pedal over Mm -hmm. before you get to the road. A log over. Yep. Sure. A log over. That's the official term. (laughs) And you will just like, bloop, bloop, bloop. You know, you don't even, you you don't even act like it's there where I'm like, you know, get, okay, I got to get my mindset. I got, my hands are sweaty. And oh my God. (laughs) And then I, my bike just goes. It's just, it's crazy. And we should probably talk about, so like I mentioned, it's December 2020. But in August, that park was completely destroyed by an Iowa hurricane known as a derecho. So have you been out there at all to see what it's like now? I have been.
1: I'm um, also on the board of Lamba, the Lynn Area Mountain Biking Association. Oh, okay. And that's who maintains the single track trails Mm -hmm. out at Wanatee and so we had an opportunity to go out there uh, with the park ranger Mm. um, and just see the damage basically and it it is heartbreaking Mm. um but they are taking care of their trails Mm -hmm. and we should be able to get in to help clear ours Mm -hmm. um hopefully we can get those opened up in the next few months maybe next summer
0: but Mm -hmm. um they were just like everything else you've seen. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's mind-blowing to some people probably to think, okay, so this storm happened in August, and here we are in December, and the entire park is still closed, right? The campground opened pretty quickly. Okay.
1: They got that cleared, because um, obviously that's a revenue source for sure. them. Sure. And then the road they had closed because they had loggers in um, clearing, and actually they had... trees down on the road Mm. Um, I don't believe that the upper trails are open Mm. yet you can go the 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 dog run area is now open Mm -hmm. Um, the sledding hill I know is open I've seen kids out sledding (laughs) (laughs) Um, but the single track trails are are not open
0: Mm. Um, yeah it's definitely devastating and I think we only have three or four different single track areas in um, our community and I think for a while all of them were completely destroyed and luckily there's a group out of Lamba the organization you mentioned that have been out there chainsawing away and I have spent some time uh, doing chainsaw stuff when the derecho first hit and it takes a long time to cut limbs and get them out of the way and they're heavy and it's just it's dangerous and so our hats go off to we should probably give a shout out Rob McKillop. And Rob his, McKillop was Todd Brown and his crew. Yeah, so. yeah the retiree crew, they <laughs> were.
1: Yeah. yeah. They cleared Sack and Fox. They worked on Beverly and got Beverly um, pretty much cleared Beverly Park in Cedar Rapids. Yep.
0: And of course, you know, most of the people listening to this aren't from Cedar Rapids, so they're like, okay, you know, great you guys, but for not having anything, you know, from going to Uh, being out on single track a couple times a week to not even having the option like oh my gosh and you couldn't even go down sidewalks in neighborhoods I mean
1: it was crazy
0: yeah and I would still say months after that event almost every single roof had a tarp on it of some sort and of course a lot of those roofs have been you know reshingled and redone but man I don't know if you guys don't know what a derecho is google it after this podcast because it's crazy it's insane.
1: I didn't realize how common they were. I looked them up. They actually Uh, are relatively common.
0: Oh, who knew? I hope I don't have to live through another one. So anyway, back to you. Um, We've been talking about single track, which usually means either fat biking or mountain biking, or I guess you could maybe take a gravel bike out on single track. I don't know.
1: Second Fox, I have. I've ridden my hybrid.
0: Okay, good. And that's why I was just going to ask you is what kind of biking do you typically do? It depends on my mood, to be completely
1: (laughs) honest. Um, My I have a mountain bike. I think traditionally would be called a 26er. It's old. They've gone to 27.5s and 29ers. I still have a 26er. And that's got about, you know, the two inch give or take wide tires. Nice. Yeah. And front suspension. It's a hard tail. I don't, it's not a full suspension bike, but it's old. And that's what I ride on pretty much everything you can Mm -hmm. ride that on anything Mm -hmm. and then I have a hybrid bike that I got about a year ago when I thought I might get into gravel biking Mm. and so I bought a a cheap hybrid bike just to see if I'd even like it Mm -hmm. before I dropped you know a couple grand on a big fancy (laughs) one and then find out I don't like it so I do love that Mm -hmm. so I'll gravel bike depending on the group that I'm with and Mm -hmm. then several years ago I got a fat bike Mm -hmm. for Christmas and wasn't sure if i'd like it it just looked like this big huge tank but seriously that is the most fun bike yeah you don't just, you feel like a kid
0: totally yeah you
1: just you can just it just goes over everything yeah. sand rocks logs and it's just it's fantastic i can ride in the winter time yeah I can ride i've ridden it in the summer it's it's super fun
0: yeah it's a permanent a perma smile when you are on a fat bike yeah and what's funny too is i've learned after having a fat bike for several years that if you which is not normal on a a different bike but you know if you let air out of the tires you can still pedal it it just gets becomes much more bouncy Bouncy. (laughs) and so then if you are you know like trying to bike over roots or you're in the snow you just let the air out and then you bounce along and it's even more fun.
1: It's really hard mentally yeah, to to keep letting more and more. But, yeah, you get down to, like, four or five pounds, yeah, and then that's sort of like the sweet spot for a right. lot of things. And it's, it's really hard to do that, keep letting it out, because it's totally against everything yes. that yes. you've
0: been taught, right? Exactly. No, you keep
1: airing it or you're going to flat.
0: No, <laughs> right. no, you need to let it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, when you look at, you know, we spoke about Marion and Cedar Rapids, but do you have a favorite place to ride, whether it's, in your own community or somewhere else in the United States? I've ridden a little bit in Wisconsin, Mm. but that was road biking
1: way back when, when I was training for um, some longer rides. Mm -hmm. And that was just road riding. And then last year I did um, PertNear 20 with a friend of mine, Kim Powers. so that was the first time I'd mountain biked outside of Iowa. And that's, it was very different, a lot more steep. The, the terrain was very different. It was like real. <laughs> Super fun event. Um, and where was that? In uh, Viroqua, Wisconsin. I oh, okay. Think I think I'm saying that right. Okay. Um, put on, I think Blue Dog Cycles is a, a sponsor of, of that. Hands down, I mean, my favorite is, is to go into Wanatee Park. Yes. Um, because it's, again, it's so convenient. Yeah. Um, it's just close and mm-hmm. it's usually not too busy, mm-hmm. but I go enough that a lot of times now, and I've been doing this long enough, I see people I recognize sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just fun to, you know, see people. I don't get out to Beverly Park quite as much. That's more technical riding, yeah. which is fun when you want to do that, but that's on the other side of town. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's so easy for you
0: to just pop on it, your bike It is. And you know yeah. what? I'm
1: kind of lazy slash spoiled that <laughs> yeah. I, if I can just ride Let's there, why spoiled. would I load it up? You know, it takes me as long to ride, yeah. to drive there. Um, yeah. And then Sack and Fox, I will sometimes take my bike. I can ride from home down to the um, East Post Road trailhead. Oh, and come in the back way. Right, mm-hmm. right. And I can ride Sack and Fox, um, mm-hmm. the main trail, then to the single track, all mm-hmm. the way down to Otis Road if I want,
0: mm-hmm. and come back. So... A quick interruption to tell you, this week's sponsor is Thirsty Pigs, a full-service mobile event company offering beer, wine, spirits, plus catering for any indoor or outdoor event. Check out more at thirstypigs.com. Now back to the show. So obviously you have a love of single track and fat biking and mountain biking and gravel biking. So somehow fearless women of dirt came into play. You now are responsible for the Cedar Rapids or the Cedar Rapids Marion chapter. And I really don't know much more about it, except that uh, I am part of it. And I get your emails or your Facebook messages. And when I can show up for an event, I can, of course, with COVID, we haven't met up for quite a long time, but can you tell us how that chapter came here or maybe where it's from or just a little bit of history about it sure I used to mountain bike
1: more like I said when I went to UNI I my first mountain bike I bought when I was in college and rode out at George with a lot then of course you get a job have a family right etc etc right fast forward 15 years and I finally have some more time to myself and I've gotten back into biking nice um ironically after breaking my leg in a bike accident I couldn't run but I could bike (laughs) so to get back into shape I just spent a lot of time on the bike and forgot how much I really Mm -hmm. liked it I just was doing it a lot by myself and again like I said would go out to Wannaty Park at the time it was Squaw Creek Park and Mm -hmm. um, would start to see people and they were like oh just come With us, come ride with us. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't quite ready, like right. you. I was like, Yeah oh, I'm still <laughs> you know right. remembering how to do this and whatever. Right. So eventually I was ready to kind of join the the group rides that and that was they were it was a Lamber group, they did Wednesday night rides, mm-hmm. and and um and it was fun, but it was like six or eight guys and maybe one girlfriend this week. And, oh sure, you know, right? A different girl, a different it was yeah. mostly mostly guys, we and it all was know a little that. intimidating. All too well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, very welcoming and they were you know happy to help me but i just didn't you know right i, I didn't want to slow them down or whatever right. you know so i was like you know what i know there are other people that like doing this i'm not i'm not special <laughs> i see people occasionally right. like but i want to where are they meet them. exactly <laughs> like i don't see them that often so internet search or what i, I to be honest i'm not quite sure how you I, found I, it. right i don't exactly remember but um came across josie's bike life slash fearless women of dirt hmm. And read about it and contacted uh, Josie, the originator of the original group from Decorah, and asked her if I could start um, a chapter here in Cedar Rapids, Mm -hmm. because the closest one, I think, was in Cedar Falls. Um, And And Decorah
0: is in Iowa. Yes. Okay. Sorry. No, that's... Yeah, yeah.
1: northeastern Iowa. Mm -hmm. Beautiful actual Mm -hmm. area up there. Mm -hmm. Um, More mountain biking Right. Lots of elevation there. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) And breweries, um, by the way, oh. breweries also in Decorah.
1: <laughs> Excellent <laughs> reason to go back. Right. So anyway, she's like, sure. She was awesome and gave me some background information, and we started up um, the Facebook group mm-hmm. over a year ago. It was in the fall, and her really only stipulation was that I try to have a weekly ride, and um, I was like, sure, I can, I can commit to a, you know trying to do a weekly ride, and mm-hmm. and. Um, so that all started in the fall, and then my idea was in the spring to, to start it up. And so that's, that's what happened. That's um, amazing, yeah. And I just threw it out there. I, over the years of biking and doing triathlons and just doing running races and things, um, I've met a lot of people who just like to bike and, and be outside. So I had a, a handful of 20 or 25 people that I sent an invite out and said, hey, I'm starting up this group. Do you want to you know, join up? And... Um, it just kind of grew from there. Those friends invited other friends, and now we've got—actually, well, I don't even know how many people we've got in it now. Millions, I have to look.
0: millions, <laughs> millions,
1: millions. I'm sure. <laughs> I should really start charging uh,
0: membership fees. Oh, <laughs> well, wait. Except for the inaugural right? Right. That. No, no, no.
1: So, um, yeah. So then we started riding on. I started to try to do group rides on Monday nights. seemed to work mm-hmm. um, for me and, and for most people. And. Um, yeah it just kind of took off from there and then of course COVID kind of put the
0: right kibosh on some of that but right and it was the times that I was able to go I appreciated so much that there was such a great variety of women that showed up there were like you know the uh, young women who have children and they're trying to learn how to mountain bike because they want to be like their kids and then the older people who are getting back into biking and then just people in between. We're, there were people on fat bikes. There were people on mountain bikes. There there was me who had a bike but didn't really know how to use it. So I just, I loved it. And then the nice thing is we'd finish riding and then we'd all kind of hang out for another 20 minutes and chit-chat. And it was just, I don't know. I really, really enjoyed it. So I hope that it comes back again. <laughs> I, miss, I miss it. And I needed it. I mean, it, yeah. was, it was just
1: a good... I just like to, I love to be outside. Yeah. And it was fun to share that with other people who also love to be outside and just like to bike. And and yeah, again, there were some, a few of them are better than me by far and have um, more experience. They biked in more places, which was great Mm because then you, or hadn't done more events Mm because then you learn about those things. Yeah, And, And I really liked getting newer people into it and kind of sparking the passion. Yeah, and, um, yeah, It was fun to see them like try things or then they would post later, hey, I went to this place and I did this thing. And I'm like, yes,
0: you go. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so Josie started it in Decorah and then you now have a chapter in Cedar Rapids Marion. Do you know if there are other chapters out there?
1: There are multiple ones. And I think uh, there's one in the Cedar Valley area, Cedar Falls. There's a group in Des Moines. There's one in the Twin Cities, uh, Madison, of course, the one in Decorah, obviously, mm-hmm. and then Twin Ports, and it looks like actually there's also one in Albuquerque, which oh, wow. I don't know about. That's yeah. interesting. I want to hear the backstory. Um, ah. When we started, we had a little group of the ambassadors, and we had initially tried to... We talked about getting together oh, somewhere and yeah. doing a ride, right, so we could all especially me being new, I've never done anything. I've never led a group ride. I've never Mm -hmm. done anything like this. And frankly, it's kind of out of my comfort zone. (laughs) But I wanted to ride, so I was like, you know what? You got to suck it up if you want to have some bike (laughs) friends. So, but then, yeah, COVID, you know, we can't can't really get together. So I I am looking forward to meeting these other
0: ladies and and hearing their stories about how how they started theirs. Right. And in knowing knowing what we've already talked about today and your history of biking and my history of biking like what are your thoughts on needing specific groups for women to be out mountain biking
1: I just think it's good to just have a safe space to yes. just you know be yourself and not hopefully not feel self-conscious about mm-hmm. you know being slow or or inexperienced mm-hmm. or if you wipe out or you know I mean I just a safe space to be yourself and to learn and, and, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, And talk about some things that are maybe specific to just women in general, biking and Mm -hmm. finding time to do it. and, and
0: yeah, I definitely um, have done quite a few adventures where I, like you said I end up being the only female there and I don't feel like the guys are like oh great we you know we got a chick with us like I don't feel that ever but I do feel like terrible feelings as I get dropped or as I you know they will go over some crazy jump and I'm like Ugh. I'll stop and walk my bike and then you know do 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 I'll keep cruising along and then I come up and then they're all waiting for me. That's just like the worst feeling. And there's, you know, it happens with women too, but it just feels a little bit different that you're like, all right, there we're all in this together. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Where I just think, you know, I don't know the guys, at least that I've biked with, um, none of them are professional mountain bikers, but they do have more skills than I do. And most of them like rode BMX as kids or motorcycles. They have that background that we don't don't
1: have. I don't have And that I think they have a
0: little bit less fear. I think maybe. it's just, maybe it's
1: the testosterone. I don't <laughs> maybe. know. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know.
0: A quick interruption to tell you, this week's podcast is sponsored by Lizard Lips Lip Balm. These great lip balms contain natural ingredients, come in a variety of flavors, and you can choose certified organic or balms with sun protection. Check it out at lizardlips.net. Now back to the show. Well, knowing that, you know, we had this derecho, which kind of wiped out a lot of the trails and... Uh, we have COVID going on. Do you f- feel like there's going to be a future with this group, or are you just giving up on it?
1: No, gosh, no. I think, um, truthfully, we're still staying in touch. Get out and ride. People are are sending pictures of rides that they're doing. We're, we're updating. Hey, this this place is open. This event is this event is going on. Oh my gosh, you know, let's let's go. Um, so we're still staying in touch and knowing that we're still. I hate to use this cliche together, but apart, you know, <laughs> 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 but, um, and I think we're all excited to be able to, to get together again. And we have had a few like rides where like, where one or two of us have gotten together, right? You yeah. know, we're actually one of the other ladies, um, AJ was very familiar with Sugar Bottom, Mm -hmm. and I rode down there for the first time I've been trying to get down there for years and it just has never worked out Uh, and it finally she rides down there a lot and we connected through the group we met through the group actually Mm -hmm. she showed up to one of the things oh nice a friend of a friend I think I didn't know her she just she showed up one day and um yeah, it worked out that she is familiar with there, and I met her down there, so we rode together. Um, so people are mm-hmm. kind of staying in touch and smaller. Mm-hmm. We're just not doing
0: official, organized, big group rides right now. But And I do appreciate having that Facebook group because it is exactly what you said, where people will still say, I think somebody actually posted today and was like, does yeah. anybody want to go ride at night and look at Christmas lights? So it's not necessarily like... A fearless women of dirt where you're doing you know mountain biking but it's community and it's building up uh, you know women with women and doing things that maybe they wouldn't normally do on their own
1: and that's actually because i have a little adhd when it comes to things <laughs> i'm interested in way too many things so yeah i think a few people are like this is only mountain biking but truthfully that's not the only thing i'm interested mm-hmm. in so yeah let's if, if you if it's on two wheels i'm in Let's yeah. let's let's do it. You know. Yeah. Um, so if technically you can get dirty doing it, I guess then <laughs> <laughs> then does it count? Because I'm I got well, dirty. <laughs> and if you're fearless,
0: like you're yeah. you're not afraid of you know biking in the dark is can be scary. I so. actually love it. Yeah. I love riding at night. But yeah, and uh, at this point, you know, we are in Iowa and we have had our first significant snow. So riding at night is a little bit tricky because what was slushy during the day as soon as the sun goes down it turns to ice and black ice and you know you'll be tooling around then all of a sudden crap there yeah you that's when you want to be um multi-layer with your puffy jacket on because then it doesn't hurt as much when you go down <laughs>
1: <laughs> well we don't fall down what you talking about <laughs> exactly yeah
0: have you uh, been on any like really fun bike adventures or mountain biking that you want to share no but i have a
1: bucket list that I've heard, Ooh, yeah. thanks to the other ladies in the group, yeah. there was um, several ladies who went on a hut-to-hut a hut mountain biking trip that, I, I, I can't remember who. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was me.
1: And I know. <laughs> uh, which seriously sounds fantastic, although yeah. afterward it sounds like it was harder than I think maybe I it was. It was
0: for sure the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. Like, the elevation and the the mental game was just so, it's kind of like, if you think about what, like when I first started biking with your group, you know, the first couple of times, I'm just like, logs, terrifying, you know, bridges, terrifying, all of that was terrifying. Well, when you go to Colorado,
1: <laughs> the scale totally changes.
0: Scale totally changes, <laughs> and you have no escape. So you're just like, okay, I've got 4,000 feet to go today, and there's either a 3,000-foot you know, cliff to my right, or big, huge boulders to my left and you just have to accommodate it. And I lived right. I'm here, but the, I I like we get to our hut at night and I'm just like, I need to be alone for a few minutes because (laughs) I for sure thought I was going to (laughs) die. And then to know that you have to get up and do it again. Like, it's just, uh, I don't know what could have prepared me. Um, would I do it again? I'm going to probably say a big old hell no, (laughs) But I'm glad I did it.
1: Right. Well, and then when you come back here, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. What the heck, I was freaking about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I do laugh at that. I'm just like, really? Did I really worry about that little stump or whatever it was? But anyway, with that said, I'm still, I don't, I don't have as many skills as I want to with mountain biking. But well, yeah. and
1: on our to-do list is we wanted to have, we wanted to bring in. Oh, that's right. A, 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 thank you covid but yeah. we will it is it will happen um we wanted to bring someone in and have some lessons basically yeah. some of an official person cuz pretty much what i've learned i've either taught myself or mm-hmm. watched youtubes or you know i haven't had any official coaching yeah. but to bring in a coach to work with some people
0: yeah and um, i did I was lucky enough, there was a coach uh, from Bentonville, Arkansas, I think it's called Cognition Coaching, anyway, he's from Bentonville, Arkansas, which is a huge mountain biking community, and he happened to be in Des Moines to teach classes, so I went and participated in one of his classes, and I felt, you know, how, maybe you don't know this, but I'm always like, I'm not as good as I think I am, so I'm like, I'm going to take the beginner, beginner, beginner class, like... Here's how you step over the frame of your bike. No, he wasn't that bad. but And it was like four hours of basic, basic skills. And a lot of it, I, okay, I did already know. But some of it I was all like, you know, when he would tell you which way to lean your body. How or, far to get back off the seat. Yes, yeah. I'm just like mind-blowing. And then how to use your elbows. And, you know, by the end of that class, they had us not necessarily doing jumps, but like going up and down little ramps that... When I first saw them, I'm like, nope, there's no way I'm doing those. And then by the end, I'm all like, oh, I could probably do these for a while. But Anyway, I got to give a high five to Ben. But that would be really cool. And I think having those people come and teach, even if you have skills, I think you could always pick up on something.
1: Oh, yeah. Or reinforce, or or they can tweak what you're
0: doing. Oh, yeah, that's good, but do more of this. Yes. Or whatever. Exactly, yeah. And it always in my mind, it just takes, I don't know practice is the right word, but just uh, repetition because the more you do it, the more confident you get. So, yeah. yeah. Well, if people want to learn more about the fearless women of dirt, is there a place that they can go
1: for the fearless women of dirt Cedar Rapids? I have a Facebook group. Okay. So if you just search that, you can find it and it yeah. is a private group. I have okay.
0: But you could probably search it and then yep, ask. you can. You just ask for
1: permission, and then so anything you post, anything we post, it's it's only seen by our group, and mm-hmm. I kind of did that for you know safety reasons. If we're all going to sure. do a group ride or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then there's also if you just want information about other groups, um, there it's fearlesswomenofdirt.com, mm-hmm. and that is um, Josie's original site, and that's got links to the other groups. Or if you want to start your own group um that's a great place to touch base with her and and start one up and like i said i have never done anything like this i i don't have any coaching experience (laughs) i have a 15 year old bicycle that i just like to ride and i just wanted to ride like a little kid i just want to ride my bikes with my friends right (laughs) right right so um yeah she's spectacular and was super helpful and to be honest i actually have never even met her in person oh yeah but um dying to do that and get up to Decorah and, and hopefully ride with ride, her someday. yeah, exactly. But, um, no, she's awesome.
0: And it is pretty cool that this is kind of a um, just the beginning of this entity. You know, the Fearless Women of Dirt started in Decorah. Now that you said there's like eight or nine chapters, including where we are in Cedar Rapids. But if there are women listening to this right now, they could become ambassadors and they yeah. could be start their own and uh, hoping that we can get outside in groups next spring, you can get out there and just like you did, I mean, I didn't, I don't, I didn't know you either, but I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to just go and see what happens on this mountain bike thing and look at me now.
1: I know. It's awesome. It seemed like just about every week we had one new person. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. I, mean, I was totally stoked and several of the people have gotten together and ridden and they run into. I've seen them posting, "Hey, I saw you," and yeah. was, which that's awesome to me. Yeah, that's that's, that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, you know, just a community of people, and so you're out there and you're comfortable and you don't feel
0: yeah alone. Yeah, you know, love it. Okay, so fearless women of dirt. If you are a woman, check it out. If you are not a woman, tell a woman about it. Yes, because it's definitely. Uh, good for community and good for uh, people who want to get out there and bike and maybe don't have anybody to bike with. So um, we should also mention, uh, if you're in the Iowa area or in the Cedar Rapids area, uh, Leah mentioned Lamba, and that's a great, great organization, Linn Area Mountain Bike Association. Mm-hmm. Um, look that up because uh, they have done phenomenal things for this community. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. It wasn't even that bad, was it? I don't know. We'll we'll find (laughs) out how it turns out. It was awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you. That's it for this week. Thanks, Leah, for taking the time to talk about the Fearless Women of Dirt, along with all things bicycle. We mentioned the founder of Fearless Women of Dirt a couple times, and I wanted to give a shout out to Josie from Decorah Bicycles. It was in 2015 she started Decorah's first women's mountain biking group, Fearless Women of Dirt, which, as you know, has now expanded to several states. Josie also created a standalone website, JosieBikeLife.com with hopes of inspiring women to experience the joy and healing bicycles could offer. If you're interested in starting a chapter in your community, check out FearlessWomenOfDirt.com. And of course, if you have a topic or the name of a cyclist you find interesting, email me at morphologypodcast at gmail.com. Please visit my Instagram page for daily entertainment and check out the Murphology YouTube page to find videos of some of the places I go with my bike. I'll leave you with this quote from the unwritten book of Murphology. This quote comes from Kate Winslet. Life is short and it is here to be lived. Think about it.